0: Going on. Welcome to a special edition of Entertainment Bro. Haha. For the first time in just over a year, we are back and we are on location in Chicago. I'm Chris. And I'm Sean. And we are brothers. Yes, we are. So, big things happening here in Chicago this weekend. We uh, just had an awesome day at the Star Wars
1: celebration at the McCormick Place in downtown Chicago. Yeah, it's been a great start to to the uh, convention. Uh, I was really excited to get to do this with you. Uh, I know today was your only day. I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming in the next couple of days Uh, And maybe we'll do another update later with some of that information. But today for this first episode on our, uh, I won't call it a reboot. I won't call it a uh, start over. Uh, Maybe a slight retcon. We might change a couple of things up in the ways that we, uh, we do the show. And retcon is the popular term in entertainment right now. Popular. And we were never that. So we might as well try now. I guess they can't see my quotation fingers. But you know they're there. Exactly. Popular. So, yes, we are on location, not at Celebration in itself, but in our hotel room here.
0: Yes, because the doors are closing for Celebration. Oh, they've already closed. Yes, they have. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to kind of give a little recap as to how we felt the uh, the Celebration went today. Uh, first and foremost...
1: Yeah, let's hit the big news first. Let's just first go right off the bat. and
0: foremost, Star Wars Episode Nine came
1: out swinging... That that was a fantastic panel. It was, Um, and it was led by none other than Mr. Stephen Colbert himself. Yes, I really, really wish we would have been in that room. Uh, We didn't quite, they did a lottery to get into the room. Uh, We did not win. That is okay. We survived. We got to see it on a screen uh, in the middle of the hall with a lot of other people. That was kind of a cool experience, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only reason that I'm, well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons that I'm really bummed about not having seen, um, not having been in that main room for that panel, uh, I was reading just a few minutes ago in the panel, in the people who got into the room, the main room that the panel was held in, uh, right before the panel aired, right before even the people who were seeing it on the live stream in the building, uh, there was a really cool. like short documentary or short tribute to all of the star Wars movies that have happened up to now. Uh, I heard really good things about it. I hope someday maybe in the next day or two, they put it online that they it airs on, on YouTube or something, but that is something that for that moment was only for the people in that room. So for that reason, along with a couple of others, just the fact that it would have been cool to be in that room. Uh, I'm a little bummed that we didn't win the lottery. But that's enough ranting. Uh, Let's get on to the good stuff. That panel was fantastic, seeing all of those people. Uh, It was really cool having Billy D. Williams come out. I had forgotten that he was in the movie. Um, So that reminder, just when they announced his name and when he came out, that got me really excited for the movie uh, even more than I already was.
0: And what better way to get things cracking than to have the guy that plays Lando Calrissian on the freaking panel. Like not only did you have Stephen Colbert, you had Billy D. Williams. Okay, I just want to make sure I had his name right because I only know him <laughs> as Lando Calrissian. Right. But then, then you had all these cool people, all the actors and the the, the cool stuff. Right. But then what came out? Oh. Out of nowhere, they
1: bring out R two D two. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, R two is always he's always been one of my favorite characters I don't know why I've always just had this fascination with R2-D2 that's why I went with the R2-D2 lanyard for the comp, uh, for Star Wars Celebration this year that's why there's an uh, R2-D2 that lights up and makes noises on my desk at home there is an R2-D2 car charger in my car that makes noises at you when you're when your phone is charging and when your phone is finished charging he's my little co-pilot it's a little bit weird but I love it it's borderline creepy it is but I don't know why I've always had this fascination with R2-D2 absolutely absolutely so that was exciting um yeah the whole panel itself bringing out a lot of the main stars they didn't bring out everyone uh kylo ren himself mr adam driver from our home area uh was not uh, was not present uh mark hamill mark, mark hamill, hamill was not there. present uh he was kind of present we'll get to that in a little bit um but Uh, no it was a really cool panel it was great to kind of hear some of the behind the scenes stuff uh, that they were allowed to say Mm -hmm. um, and kind of hear the excitement from them about this movie Uh, with as divisive as the last jedi was uh, i personally enjoyed it i didn't have anywhere near as many problems with it as a lot of other people did Um, but i know how divisive that movie was for star wars fans And Mm -hmm. so uh, this level of excitement, feeling the excitement of everyone uh, who was in that room with us, hearing the excitement of everyone that was actually at the panel live, uh, that got me even more excited, kind of feeling like things are coming back together.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, There were a couple of times where I felt like, uh, you know, the the movie had been, mm, I don't want to say babied down but it's almost like they tried a little too hard for some comedy in some certain spots. Now, that, like I said, that's in some certain spots, mm-hmm. and I didn't necessarily think the movie was terrible. I right. actually thoroughly enjoyed the Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super stoked to see episode nine. Um, with or without family is gonna be, uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll see it hopefully in the best quality picture possible.
1: Yes. So like Dolby, digital HD. I am definitely making the slight road trip that we have to make to get to a Dolby theater. Um, That is the best theater experience. I'll make that quick plug. Uh, (laughs) Dolby is the best theater experience I have ever had. Um, You get the quality of an IMAX screen. It is slightly smaller than an IMAX screen, but quality-wise itself, it is just as good, if not better. And the sound is the best I have ever experienced Uh, Probably period. Definitely in a movie theater. Um, It is ridiculous 360, literal 360 sound. I was going to say, don't they even have speakers like in your butt? There is a small subwoofer in the chair, so you get a very, very slight rumble if there's enough (laughs) bass happening. That way you don't have to say, excuse me. (laughs) You can blame it on the chair. That's right. Doug on it. But uh, yes, the, um, and I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I felt the rumble last time I was in the Dolby Theater. Uh, Maybe that was just me, but uh, we won't lay go off there. the nachos. Yeah, you know. So, anyways, back anyways. to
0: this Star Wars celebration here yes. in the beautiful city of Chicago.
1: Uh, let's get back to this episode nine panel, even more specifically. Let's so, do that. Uh, the character, the uh, actors, and everything was great, but let's get to the meat and potatoes of this panel—the very end, the trailer itself. Oh, Malanta! That was so incredible. I've watched it. We've watched it four times now, at least. Uh, yeah. Four that I can think of, mm-hmm. possibly more. Um, the one time we watched it, we paused a few times trying to break some stuff down. Uh, we won't, might not necessarily get into all of that, but I do want to kind of just talk about this trailer in general and, and how it felt. Um, Chris, do you want to start us off to kind of just kind of go through your overall reaction to the trailer, maybe some of your high points? Uh, overall reaction to the trailer,
0: uh, on a scale from one star to five stars, I give it uh, a solid four and three-quarter stars. Um, and that's just because in my head, I'm thinking that, doggone it, I wish they would have at least given me something. But that's what gives it that four and three-quarter stars because it makes me want more to make it a five-star preview. What exactly did you want it to give you that it didn't give you? I can't say because some people might not have seen it
1: yet. By the time this aired, if they haven't seen it, it's their own fault given the fact that YouTube exists. That's 110%
0: And I you. don't
1: consider anything that happens in a trailer a spoiler. Okay, so... Although... Well, uh, no, I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with that statement. There is one thing at the end of this trailer that anyone, okay, let's just say this. If you enjoy not going to, tra- not even watching trailers, if you want to go into a movie completely blind, yeah. uh, then go ahead and skip forward uh I don't know. Just keep fast forwarding until it doesn't sound like we're talking about this movie <laughs> anymore. I don't have time codes right now. but uh, Star Wars preview. We are going to spoil the trailer itself. Bada bing. So, Starts off with Rey breathing heavy. It does. So what? So, so we're not worrying about spoiling things for anyone. What was that thing that you felt like was missing?
0: I feel like I want to know who was flying the freaking TIE fighter. Like in my head, I'm thinking it could be Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Like because I, because you know they they teamed up to destroy the emperor they they did their thing but then he went back to his old you right. need to join me on the dark side but it could be so many different things it could be so many different things I still feel like like Luke Skywalker could not go out like Ben Kenobi I, I just think- I, that's how I feel I feel one hundred and ten percent that he as a master Jedi can come back. To life, and this is perfect because it's Easter season, right now. <laughs> he can come back, but the thing is, he's not gonna have the same kind of heart that he did in his past life. So I oh think, I
1: get where you're going with yeah,
0: this. I'm I'm almost certain that it's either Kylo Ren, just being a jerk, flying up and trying to hit people with his Tie Fighter, or I'm thinking I am thinking thinking thinking, skipping all the way down to the freaking end of this this trailer. That Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, aka, who I think is Ray's daddy, is the new Sith Emperor.
1: Okay. I just went all on a tangent. You did go on a tangent. And I hate to I, I don't like to tell you this because you're not, but you're dumb. <laughs> here here are here, here are the holes that I am going to poke in that. In that little theory. Psst. I will give you, we've, we've talked about this earlier, the potential for Luke being raised father in one form or another. Yes. Uh, I will give you that one. Uh, and in the interest of not delving into potential spoilers, I will not go into all the details that we talked about off the air. Oh, question. Yes. How can there be spoilers if this is the first trailer that's ever aired? I am I said potential spoilers. So, like, if somebody doesn't even want to know about theories of things that could happen that didn't get talked about in the trailer. Yeah. If they don't want to walk into the movie with a certain mindset, mm. I don't want to put them in that place. Well. So, I'm going to skip over that part of what we talked about. But I will say. Star Wars trailer That is the preview. only thing that you said that I didn't sit here and roll my eyes and say. You're dumb. I love you, but you're dumb. <laughs> here here are, the, here are the, the couple of little holes I'm going to poke in your theory. Holes. Hit me. Not literally. Okay. It has been shown. Yep. Kylo Ren, like Darth Vader in the original trilogy, has his own special looking TIE fighter. That was Kylo Ren's TIE fighter. Okay. So Kylo Ren... And- So, and they never showed the face, you are correct, in that they never, all they ever showed was his hands. Yes. But that is Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter. So if that's not Kylo Ren behind the wheels of the TIE Fighter, I know there aren't literal wheels on a TIE Fighter. Yes. But if that's not Kylo Ren, then I don't, I got nothing. But Mm. there's my hole in that
0: one. He did have his little dainty lady fingers driving the thing, so it might be Kylo Ren.
1: And I will give you that the laugh at the end did sound a little bit like Mark Hamill's. It was so Hamill But it was not Hamill. <clears throat> if you go back and rewatch the prequels, that was clearly, and now I'm spacing on his name even though I know it, the guy who played the Emperor. The guy, well, he was Senator Palpatine in the prequels.
0: Which was dope because in the panel, he that's came That's what up, I was just about to say. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you do it. I'll so, let you do it.
1: No, you're okay. No, no. Go um, ahead. So that's the other hole. Why would they have, if that was not the Emperor laughing, if if Luke, for whatever reason, for at the end of the trailer, him saying things that are dead don't stay that way. That might not be exactly what he said, but that's basically what he said. It was a very pet cemetery quote. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the emperor laugh. And then at the end of the panel, after the trailer ends, they have that guy, the actor, who played senator palpatine in the prequels standing on the stage saying a line that i'd never understood because the mic was not turned up enough and the people were loud and i have no clue what he said but you're not bitter i'm a little bit bitter (laughs) and i'm probably going to go home into my basement where i have all of my large speakers set up and crank the volume on the end of that panel just to try and figure out what he said but anyways crank it up to 11 he Why would they do that laugh, which did sound exactly like his laugh from the prequels, and have him come out on the stage if he's not in the movie? Because he's putting Mark Hamill through a
0: training process.
1: I don't even understand what you're saying.
0: You know how like when you get trained in a new job? I was... Or you train
1: the person that is... I was being slightly overdramatic. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, those are not to not to call you dumb, but you're dumb and those are the holes I have to poke in your theory. And now now we could I could be wrong and in 9 months, 8 months when this movie comes out, when this Star Wars baby is birthed on Christmas Day. Hallelujah. I'm just saying when Star Wars comes out in 8 months and you are right, I will gladly come on this podcast and say I am the one that was dumb. <laughs> on april 12th 2019 when we or when we recorded this podcast talking about the trailer but until then 9 52 central time at 9 52 central time but until that moment i am sticking with (laughs) you are dumb that was kylo ren's tie fighter that was the emperor's laugh i think luke is coming back as a Force ghost There is some potential credit to your theory of Luke being Rey's father, although I don't know if I want that to be the case. Mm. Well,
0: if you prove me wrong, Uh and I am the dumb one, I will get a tattoo of Kylo Ren's TIE fighter on the inside of my arm with Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes dressed as Kylo Ren flying it.
1: I won't do that because... My wife would kill me. Your wife would kill you. Then, then she would kill, kill me you. for letting it happen or making it happen as she might see it. I love you Laura. I am sorry. I am not going to let that happen. So actually I don't have anything to apologize for because I'm doing a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, so back so to the beyond, rest of the celebration. Beyond, well, let's keep let's stay on this trailer for just a minute. No, so all there, we've talked about there's so much that happens beyond what we've talked about. I know. So all we've talked about is Ray And Luke and the Senator, but there's other things that happened in this trailer, like Kylo Ren rock bottoming a rebel. (laughs) I made that reference as soon as I saw it. You did.
0: I said, "Kylo Ren just hit the rock bottom." If you smell what the Sith is cooking?
1: That was kind of epic. That was that might have been like one of the high points for me in this trailer. Just like, like, I loved the whole thing, but literally when that happened, I went,
0: "Oh." Yeah, and did you notice that his lightsaber poked the rebel in the belly button? It the
1: did look like that. The little happened. side, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he kind of like half stabbed the guy with the hilt of his of his saber. Yeah, which is not cool, Kylo. Not cool, Kylo. So there was, but there were so many other quotes. So there was that. There were freaking stormtroopers with jetpacks. Jetpacks like freaking laser beams on heads. No, but there were. <laughs> There were stormtroopers with jetpacks. That was kind of epic. That was something that I didn't know I needed in my life, but, but now that I know it, it's here. That is, that holds the potential. We we talked earlier. My favorite style of stormtrooper are the speeder bike stormtroopers. Yes. their helmet is my favorite style of stormtrooper helmet. I love the speeder bikes. Those are my favorite. Yes, the, the rocket pack stormtroopers. Strong second. Might might creep up. I need to see them in action beyond two half a seconds, which would equal a full second. That's,
0: I was just gonna say it's a full second. Don't throw math in here.
1: I don't math well. Beyond the full, no, it wasn't even a full second that we got. Like, we had to pause it to realize we, that we were seeing stormtroopers and jetpacks. What you're telling me, it was like 6 30 eighths of a second. We'll go with that. Yeah. The little bit that we saw of that was not enough for me to say that those are my second favorite stormtroopers. But it definitely holds the potential. And if they do something awesome, they could creep into first. Because, but, I mean, I love the Rocketeer. Absolutely. These are basically Rocketeer
0: Stormtroopers. Exactly, but they also have the speeder bikes back in the new
1: movie. That excited me also. Absolutely. In the same scene that we see the rocket pack Stormtroopers, we see speeder bike Stormtroopers, which, as I've already stated, are my favorite. Means the turkey's done for good old Shawnee over here. Exactly. So, uh, anything else from the trailer that you loved? Anything else that jumped out at you? I mean... I kind of hijacked your segment a couple of times. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no, that's totally fine. So, the biggest another another big thing I've 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 tried to figure out, and I can't just I can't put my finger on it. Okay. Rey is supposed to have Luke Skywalker's lightsaber.
1: Yes, she does.
0: Yes. So the lightsaber that Luke Skywalker got when he first started his Jedi training was the blue bladed saber. Correct. Which belonged to who? Anakin. Anakin, given to Luke by. Ben Kenobi. Correct. Okay. So here is my million and a half dollar question. When Luke Skywalker gets his hand lopped off by his daddy, what lightsaber goes bye bye into space? That lightsaber. Yes.
1: Did, did you not see episode seven? I did see episode seven. Did you see how that went down?
0: I must have blinked, burped, and farted all at the same time because I never heard the backstory as to they how. They didn't
1: give it. Okay. They, they, they hinted at it, and they said that this is his lightsaber. They never said how they got it. Okay. They Maz was kind of, because Maz is the one that told her this is Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. And he, she never flat out said where she got it from. Okay. She just kind of was like, hee, he, hee, hee.
0: So that brings up my other question. How is she 110% guaranteed certain that she has Luke's lightsaber? Maybe it belonged I, to another Jedi Knight or someone that
1: fashioned it and just was like, oh,
0: yeah, this is Luke's got to lightsaber. I,
1: I'm going to poke one and a half more holes. Okay, one hole. One hole is the vision that she had just from touching the lightsaber. That's
0: a, that is accurate. I stand corrected just, the other just hole, by
1: the one hole. The other hole... The half a hole ties into that thing that I don't want to talk about yet for anyone who doesn't want spoilers. Okay. I might get over it by the end of this episode and just blurt out and say it. We aren't even drinking, and that might happen. But uh, No, no, we're drinking G Fuel Hydration. G Fuel. G Fuel. So uh, I might just crack because I'm not good at, at holding things in. Uh, I'm not good at secrets. Okay. So.
0: so here's my other question. Mark Hamill had... Or I'm sorry, Luke Skywalker had the green saber at the end of the episode, right? I believe so. Uh,
1: episode 8? Episode 8, yes. when he, It's when been he, a minute since I've watched it, but I feel like When he ghosted correct.
0: out when Kylo Ren thought he finally had the upper hand.
1: Correct. Okay.
0: So why is it now that... Uh,
1: she doesn't have
0: the green saber. Why is it that only, she only... She was
1: already given the blue saber. She wouldn't just drop that and take the green one.
0: Okay, so then would Finn carry the green saber if he thinks here's, he's a Jedi
1: in training? Here's the other thing. Was Luke really there? Do you remember? Luke was not really there. He was on So the his rocks. lightsaber wasn't really there. So where the heck did his lightsaber go? It probably is still on that island, on that planet that he was hoboing on. Oh my god. That that just
0: opens up a whole nother can of worms for this potential episode. So let's 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 leave it at that. Okay. Let's let people there's all
1: kinds of speculation that can happen. Absolutely. And there's that one thing that I'm still kind of tempted to say. No, don't say it. Okay.
0: Don't do it. So we're gonna leave it up to people we're now leave it at that. to tell us what you think after watching the, the trailer without watching the trailer. Let us know what you think is gonna happen, what what you want to happen, what you want to see happen let us know so we can tell you
1: I'm sorry so Sean can tell you you're dumb No I only say that to you I fully support you for anything are, you say Not you, you are you are my brother so I feel like every once in a while it is my job to tell you you are dumb Whether you're dumb or not I feel like as a brother that is my job Just saying That's a terrible job It is a terrible it job
0: is a terrible Moving job. on Moving on so, so the rest of celebration what was your Highlight for the rest of Celebration. My highlight for the rest of Celebration, to be completely honest, floor walking. Mm -hmm. I love floor walking. Now, don't get me wrong. Panels are awesome. Mm -hmm. Schmodown was great. It was. I loved it.
1: But, I was glad I got to introduce you to that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know what happened with my life before I saw Schmoldown, except for the fact that I got
1: married and had two kids. You might get hooked. So, real quick, just so that we don't confuse people, for anyone who does not know what Chris is talking about, what is Schmoldown? Schmo. That's
0: what I said, Schmoldown.
1: Oh, it sounded like Schmol. No, it's the G Fuel. Okay. So, anyway, so, so for focused. anyone who does not know what Chris is talking about, there's this thing that I found on the interwebs uh, a few years ago now. Um, and it is probably my biggest YouTube addiction right now. It is called the Movie Trivia Schmodown. For anyone who has not seen it, that if you enjoy movies, if you enjoy uh, wrestling, if you enjoy storylines, Chris didn't get a taste of the wrestling part of it tonight. I got the Star today. Wars taste. So this show is Movie Trivia with storylines and characters thrown in for a little extra flavor. Some people I know, uh, if you go on their Facebook page and and on their YouTube comments, some people could care less about the storylines. They just want the trivia. And the trivia is amazing. These people and their knowledge of movies, it astounds me every time. The deep cuts on the questions that they get asked and just the the depth of knowledge of a lot of these competitors is crazy. Oh yeah. the Star Wars one alone, the answer, the questions that they were answering, I probably would have, I probably, because I was trying to play along and I think I scored about like a 70%. Oh, I got a zero. And there were, not, actually no, I think 70% is generous. It probably would have been like 50 or 60. But there were a couple of the competitors that I think missed two questions.
0: Yeah. And they answered them without like batting an eye.
1: Yeah. The depth of their knowledge is just ridiculous. Like, so
0: who scratched Chewbacca's left ankle when filming Return of the Jedi on the 14th night of filming, Mark Hamill sold.
1: There are a couple of them that are in there that could probably answer questions to that level.
0: Absolutely. And um, again, without batting a freaking eye, which makes me feel even more dumb.
1: The questions don't quite go there, but they will get into who was this actor? What hap- like what was the name of this planet that had, that was in the in this episode episode 2 for 30 seconds that they mentioned once. What was the name of the planet? And they would have no problems knowing it. If you like Star Wars and you want to get into the schmodown, and you're, you're willing to subject yourself to something kind of intense, I would recommend starting with, uh, if you if you go to the Schmodown page and you look for Sam Whitwer versus Ken Knapsack, Iron Man match, they spent, I'm trying to remember if it was a 30 or a 60 minute, I'm pretty sure it was a 30 minute match, 30 minutes, nonstop questions just one question after the other who can answer more things about star wars the depth of their knowledge i mean when you factor in the fact that they have to answer 30 minutes worth of star wars questions and the number of questions that they got right and not to give too much of a spoiler but this match went down to the wire it was crazy so if you were willing to subject yourself to something kind of intense go to the schmodown uh star wars iron man match between sam Whitwer and ken knapsack but otherwise if you just want something fun you just want to kind of get a feel for it go in there you can really click on almost any match and you're going to have a good time uh i highly recommend looking for something with josh McCuga. Uh, he is one of my favorite people in the world. This, Absolutely period. hysterical fellow, uh, and uh, he is a great, per- great person. A lot of fun. Uh, so him by himself, or even uh, he has a. They do. They have a teams division in this. They have a lot of different divisions. That's one of the things I. It's love.
0: almost built like wrestling. So it they is. have a
1: tag team division and every other division. One of the two people that started it started this this whole thing. One of them used to write for the WWE, and he's always been a big WWE fan. Uh, except for he went through he talks about he went through a brief period where he just kind of fell away from it after he stopped working there he'd kind of seen too much of how the hot dogs were made Um, (laughs) but uh they, he, they must not have been Costco. So hot he dogs. does have those ref, wrestling influences in there. So he loves kind of adding the storylines and having the characters. Uh, but the trivia itself is phenomenal. Uh, but anyways, I was saying Josh McCuga. He has a team called the Wildberries. Uh, but this thing they have. So if you're if you're not into just general movies, if you only like uh, comic book movies and and Harry Potter and and Star Wars and and Lord of the Rings, they have a division called inner geekdom where they only go through kind of the the quote unquote geek categories they have the star wars division uh they have a teams division so it's two on two uh movie trivia uh, it's really interesting the way that they, they the rules that they come up with the ways that they make these matches work um that also fascinates me but yeah i just love playing along i love the trivia aspect i love the storylines i just love the whole thing so that is my way too long. I'm sorry, but I love. The, I, I really do love this movie trivia Smodown and would love to spread it to everyone uh, who who has not discovered it already. Uh, they are growing and they are doing a lot of things. They're doing live events. Uh, I am going to go see them in a theater tomorrow night. They sold out 1,000 tickets. Goodness gracious, great balls so, of smote! Uh, within a day or two, they sold six hundred over 600 tickets. Wow. Uh, and then, so the theater opened up more seats and they opened it up to 1,000 seats. It is the max capacity of the theater. Uh, and this this show that is coming from LA to Chicago has sold every single one of those tickets. Every one of them. So I am very excited to see that tomorrow. Uh, we can talk about that some other time. Uh, but anyway, so yes, Schmodown was probably my favorite part of the day today uh, at Celebration. Uh, I do agree with you, walking the floor is a lot of fun. Um, but I, uh, I have gone on my Schmodown rant, so I will let you go to talking about the floor. So, uh, yes, movie trivia Schmodown, go check it out.
0: Yeah. So, uh, back to floor walking. Um, for those of you again, who are not familiar with cons or, or, or celebrations or thing of this caliber, uh, floor walking is when you're out on the, uh, exhibit floor and you see all the people dressed in their cosplay. You see people trading, like, pins and poker chips and swag and stuff, which actually I was lucky and fortunate enough uh, to get a whole bunch of today. So that was awesome. Um, and uh, the, just the, the artist alley and all the people selling, like, Funko Pops and toys and lightsabers and the whole nine yards. Like, all of these... And I'm going to say this with pride because I'm one of them. All of these nerdy people getting together for the same cause and enjoying Star Wars together, wanting to be crammed up in between booths to watch the new trailer and then just bumping into each other, going from booth to booth to booth, Mm -hmm. trading with people, just talking to random people, having a blast
1: being themselves out of their shells. It's fantastic. It is great, and it was really fun. I mean, like you said, we meet a lot of people. Uh, We met a guy from Scotland. From Scotland! Graham was an awesome guy. Graham! Uh, I was glad I was able to help him get a taxi since his phone... Uh, wasn't doing great on the international end. Yeah. I had no data, poor guy. I, I don't know what I would do with no data.
0: I don't know, but he gave us a really cool pin
1: and he a did. matching poker chip. He did. They, they were the Scotland flag with lightsabers crossing over where the uh, white X is in the middle of the Scotland flag. Heck yeah. So that was awesome. Uh, very excited. Graham was awesome. Uh, the show floor overall, like you said, was great. I am a big fan. Probably one of my favorite things to see on show floors in general. So whether it's here, whether it's C2E2, um, is the crossovers yes
0: so oh yes
1: there will be a picture going up on the Entertainment haha Facebook, Twitter uh, Instagram pages of probably one of my favorite crossovers that I saw today uh, Chris got a picture with this guy it was a shredder Sith yeah that was pretty awesome that was pretty epic. Uh, a couple other things we saw. We saw a uh, Captain America Boba Fett, a Captain America Bounty Hunter Mandalorian. Uh, there was a, uh, I'm pretty sure I saw a Punisher Stormtrooper. I saw an Assassin's Creed Jedi. That was awesome. That's pretty gnarly. Quite possibly my favorite. I don't think this is the name he goes by, but this is the name I am dubbing him. Popey One Kenobi. Popey One Kenobi. I love where your head's going with that. So there was a guy who was clearly Obi-Wan Kenobi. As the Pope, that was pretty epic. He had bracelets he was giving out that said uh, "WWOBD." What would OB? OBWD. Yeah. What would OB one do?
0: Unfortunately, mine broke when I tried to put it on my massive meatball. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I've given up on the uh, the rubber bracelets because mine always break. So, uh, but yes, they are. That was, that was pretty awesome. That was probably one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, the crossover cosplay is probably my favorite thing whenever I go to any convention.
0: I took a picture today with a Darth Maul minion.
1: Oh, I forgot about that crossover. The
0: Darth. I just made my three-year-old the happiest little girl in the world by taking a picture with the... Uh, Darth Maulian. Darth Maulian.
1: Yes. I'm trying too hard now. Yes. <laughs> so yes, show floor was awesome. Uh, movie trivia Schmodown Star Wars edition at the panel was awesome uh, the trailer was epic so excited for that movie uh, what else anything else jump we
0: up? even got more information for our family vacation to Disney we did they had a whole they had a, a room a whole room full of, like, travel advisors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can't really set you up with anything now. I was like, no, that's totally fine. We that's, just want we didn't want to book
1: it right now. We don't have that kind of money. Right.
0: I have but an allowance. I'm not supposed to go over that allowance. We, so I told them no. We cannot pay for
1: 12 people to go to Disneyland on our own. Especially on the oh, paychecks I'm sorry, we World. have now. But either way, Disney World, Disneyland, we cannot afford that right now. But we wanted some information for our family to be able to make a fun trip next year for my niece's fifth birthday. Can't wait for that. Uh, but it was it was good to go. be able to go get some information. Uh, moving on from the Disney plug. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to move on from the Disney plug because that was some exciting information too. It really was. Something that I am looking forward to on Sunday that this has to do with. Disney has announced while we were at Celebration the Disney Plus... Price and release date, and a whole slew of shows. So we're going to talk about Star Wars a little bit here, but we're also going to kind of veer off onto some other things for a second. Uh, so Disney Plus will be six ninety nine way cheaper than I expected, way happy, way impressed with that price point. Uh, you can go for the whole year for $69.99, basically get two months free, um, and the list of things that they announced that is going to be on there. So all kinds of things, pretty much the entire Disney vault by the end of the first year will be up on that streaming service. Uh, so that's that alone is epic. Uh, but the new shows, so they're putting out a bunch of Disney shows. They're putting out some Marvel shows, some Star Wars shows. There will be probably the one that I am the most excited for is a Star Wars show called The Mandalorian. That uh, is very cryptic right now. We don't know a whole lot of detail about what it is about beyond a Mandalorian bounty hunter. Um, and I'm really only assuming the bounty hunter part. I don't know that that word has been tossed around uh, off the top of my head. But uh, that show I am very excited for. There will be a panel on Sunday for that episode uh, or for that show. I'm very excited to see what information we get out of that. Hopefully maybe some footage or a trailer. Uh, But that will come out on the release date of Disney+, Plus, which I believe is November 12th. Yes, November 12th. Um, But then beyond that, there's a bunch of Marvel shows. Uh, Probably the most excited I am for that one is either the What If show. I loved those comics back in the day. They are doing a cartoon What If show. For anyone who does not know What If, it is literally what it sounds like. Uh, They go in, they pick a random factoid or storyline uh, of a thing that has not happened in Marvel, but what if it did? So for example, the first episode that they're doing was, is uh, going to be, what if Peggy Carter had taken the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? Uh, I remember in the comics, there was uh, what if the Punisher's family had never died? What if uh, the Fantastic Four had never gone to space? What if uh, but what was the spider? There were a bunch of Spider-Man ones. Anyways, so you guys get the idea. I was always a big fan of that, series, of that comic series, so I'm really looking forward to uh, that show. And also on the Marvel front, I'm really looking forward to, uh, they didn't give a title for it or I didn't catch a title for it, but the Captain, uh, not Captain America, the Falcon, uh, Bucky, or Winter Soldier crossover show. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what that turns out to be, uh, whether it's some kind of like a buddy cop type of show or if it's going to be a more serious uh, duo show. I'm really looking forward to what happens with that. So um, anything jump out at you for Disney Plus? No. No. Not <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, that you, was a good segment. You, All right.
0: You pretty much just covered it. Um, I mean, there were a lot of movies and stuff that we watched as kids so that are probably going to be on there eventually, and a lot of the uh, old TV shows. I know I'm super not pumped for High School Musical to be back in you're anyone's not, life. You're not excited for High School Musical, the musical, the show? Oh my God! If, the there, was any, if there was any, there was any, any title of a show longer than that, I would applaud it for its attempt. But again, <laughs> I would, I would, it would be a backhanded comment, compliment.
1: Okay, so yes, uh, that is it for our Disney plug. Now I am af- officially done with the Disney plug. But uh, one last thing I want to talk about before we get going here. Yeah, while me. we are here at Star Wars Celebration. Yes. What let's start with this. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite Star
0: Wars movie has has been and always will be Return of the Jedi. Why? A <sighs> couple different reasons. Let's deep dive. Deep dive into the doven delves of the deliciousness. I don't actually know if any of that made sense. But anyways, so uh, Return of the Jedi, it's just you got so many characters you got so much of a story. You've got the building and tearing down of so many different things. For example, you've got the the super duper building of of Luke Skywalker as as the Jedi that he's he's becoming. You've got Yoda teaching him the ways of the Force. You've got uh, Chewie and Han. You've got the relationship between Han and Leia. You've got a million different things, but nothing. And I repeat, nothing. Not even. The speeder bike stormtroopers with their awesome helmets will ever, ever top the power
1: of the Ewoks. I want to be controversial, only to some people. I think you're going to agree with me. Okay, I have two statements. One that will be controversial in the Star Wars. I swear to you, if you tell me I'm dumb, you're not dumb. Okay. One, you might tell me I'm dumb. I love Ewoks. Two, I really, really like. And I know they're not good movies, but I really, really like the Ewok TV movies. Oh, come on. How can I tell you you're dumb? We watch them together. Over and And over over and and over over again. But I know that those are very controversial statements because I know that it is a very divided fan base on whether or not the Ewoks are good things, but it is a less divided, more you're dumb fan base. (laughs) Uh, That would be, well, they'd be telling me I'm dumb because a lot of people do not like those Ewok movies. And I, like I said, they are not good movies, but I love them from more from a nostalgia point than anything.
0: Oh, most definitely. And the best thing about those Ewok movies is we knew they were coming when we saw the final episode of Little House on the Prairie where they blew up the town. <laughs> and that as soon as the town explodes and the, the pieces of the wood are just fluttering to the ground, it cuts into the Ewoks. And it's the best afternoon of our life.
1: So here's something that... Some our our fans fans of Brohaha will will come to learn over time. In these episodes, we grew up with questionable means of of a movie collection. We had a huge movie collection growing up, but I will be honest that these movies were 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 attained questionably. Yes, we had a lot of movies that were two, three, four movies on a single VHS tape, not bought that way. No just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that yes but even with that even with all of the VHS tapes that had multiple movies on them that was we, by far were, my favorite there were so many VHS tapes in that cabinet oh yeah oh we had most a lot definitely. of movies but, a lot of But, but were... to your point the VHS tape that held both Ewoks movies before it held that held the last episode of Little House on the Prairie which we will not dive deep dive into ever ever but I, I will say that, that last Mother. episode was my favorite episode oh, yeah. only for the last like minute <sighs> when they blow up the entire town. Flutter. It was kind of an epic way to go blow up the town into the Ewoks. Absolutely. So yes, uh, that is my controversial statement. Anyways, so Return of the Jedi is your favorite largely because of the Ewoks. Yes, as well as, you know, the
0: the uh, the growing of the Jedi. Mm hmm and uh,
1: the power of the well really the growing of a jedi the growing of the jedi return of him boom so i do love return of the jedi it is it is high up on my list but uh my favorite star wars movie uh it's very similar to my favorite movie in a lot of different series uh is a new hope i love the foundation movie And even aside from the prequels or even including the prequels, I would say that a new hope is the foundation movie of star Wars, not, and you could argue that, that the events of the prequels lead to a new hope. And in that regard, in that regard, they would be a foundation, but the ideas that sparked a new hope or the, the ideas that it sparked the prequel The foundation for them were laid in a new hope oh heck yeah when a new hope was made george lucas didn't know if he was gonna make he didn't think he was making more than one movie absolutely and people tried to tell him so many times
0: to turn their ideas into reality and bypass his ideas but he said no i'm sticking to my guns on this one
1: i don't know what you're talking about but we'll go with that i
0: read it somewhere okay
1: so anyways, uh, I love the foundation building. Rocky 1 is my favorite Rocky movie. Back to the Future 1 is my favorite Back to the Future movie. Star Wars Episode four, A New Hope. Laid the foundation for all things that we know as Star Wars. Up until uh, *Empire Strikes Back*, *Empire Strikes Back* came out, it was just called Star Wars. It wasn't a New Hope. It wasn't Episode Four. It was Star Wars. Star Wars. It is the foundation of all
0: this that we love. And I will tell you what—that movie actually power slides into a
1: very strong second place for me. The The New Hope is your it, second. It's
0: It's It's almost tied for first. Nice. Yes. It is a
1: great it's just a it's it's just a great movie overall. Oh heck yeah. Um it's a great story, uh well made movie, especially for the time period that it was. Um revolutionary really in effects. Um so that movie is definitely my favorite Star Wars movie. Perfect.
0: Well that uh that about wraps it up for for the Star Wars celebration episode.
1: The Return of the Bro Haha.
0: The Return of the Broha, Episode four. Episode four. A new brohaha. So, uh, please uh, feel free to hit us up on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, wherever else we are, iTunes Radio. Uh, Let us know what you think, who you think, why you think, and about what you think uh, regarding Star Wars or anything that you would like us to uh, discuss. We would love your input. All right. You guys have a great one. We're out.